what's up, what's man? good, man? What's good? What's good? What's good? Um, this is the first episode of the Summer Series, man. It's MSG uh, presents Rap Nerds. Uh, it's your boy, 40 Ounce Guru. Thank you for joining us. Uh, got my man Kurt out in LA, and we up, have our special guest. What's up? I said, What's up? So I'm sorry, I'm cutting you oh. off. This is, this Damn, is new. We, we got the guest, man. We got to introduce the <laughs> guest, man. What's going on, bro? <laughs> Man, it's all good. It's all good. No, we we gonna walk it back. We gonna walk it back, and we gonna run it through again. Um, thank you again for joining us on uh, some series. Uh, rap nerds by the MC Music Support Group uh, out in LA. We got my man Kurt. Go ahead and uh, introduce yourself, Kurt. I don't know. I'm, I'm fucking up right now. <laughs> what's What's up, man? Like this is Kurt. Uh, Leroy Green III. Uh, this is the first episode oh, of our summer series. Um, I'm excited for this. I'm excited and for this coming, baby boy. It's we also video. have it's the video that's kind it's of messing video. us up. It's, a video. it's the video that's throwing it's a us off. <laughs> it's our first <laughs> time using it. video, y'all. So flow with us, ride with us, y'all. It's our <laughs> first time using video. We're gonna roll with it. Um, but it's the first episode of our summer series. Um, we have a guest, special guest, another member of the music support group, Kendra, Resident baby boy Stan. Oh yeah. Kendra, go ahead and introduce right. yourself. What's up, everybody? Hope everybody's having a beautiful Sunday. I am. It's so beautiful outside. I'm sitting outside sweating a little bit while we're recording this. <laughs> How hot so, is it um, out I'm there? Kendra. Really sweat. It's just hot out here. Um, so I'm Kendra. Um, you can find me on all the social media platforms. Ken, Ken underscore LaFleur. I'm also a very big Gucci fan. Hence the LaFleur. And um, I'm happy to be here. Good watch. 1017. Don't sit. <laughs> So we see you with the MSG shirt too. You know, little merch. I ain't popped it on in a minute. No, almost couldn't. Little merch. Almost <laughs> <laughs> can get my arms in <laughs> Man, I feel I should have. I gotta find my shirt. My shirt. I, I, I have the. Shirt. I, I have the know. white one. I have the one in white, and I have the black one. We need to put those on up on the site. Let me sell. Let me make some mad, money. Or I'm mad because I, I don't have a black one. I only have a white one. You guys got Kendra got a black one and, and a white one, right? Like you got a, a, a black and a white one. I don't have that. I, I prefer that. I prefer the black one. I prefer the black one. Um, Something right. I, I should have every every piece of merch that we have. I should have at least once. That's not. <laughs> it's ain't, it's ain't right. <laughs> oh, Audience, look out for the shirts coming soon. <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> Oh, we also have stickers. We should tell them about the stickers that we got to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got stickers. Oh, yeah, Kendra, you ain't know we had stickers, did you? We got stickers of old. Uh, we got some oval stickers. We got some rectangular stickers. They got different logos on it. You can see the logo behind uh, my man Kurt right there, designed by uh, by Wiggly Designs. I'll shout them out, you know, shout them out on uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, W-I-G-L-E-Y Designs. Uh, yeah, he, he hooked us up. My man, shout out Toronto. So definitely appreciate you, my brother. Bet, bet, bet. Uh, let's jump into the episode, though, man. Let's let's talk. Come, little crazy ass nigga, homie, where you from? Uh, bang the bed and bang the set, tat on my neck. Uh, let's jump into the episode, though, man. Let's let's talk about baby boy, Harris. So, Taraji. what we doing, right? What Anyways. we doing, right? We 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 breaking down uh through the summer series each episode. We 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 picking out um black cinema classics or or classics as the gentleman with the red hat likes to say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we picking out these black classics. Um and. Uh, we're picking out different scenes in it 
that we think really we really rock with and the music that accompanied those specific scenes. So first episode is Baby Boy. We got some other fun uh, movies that, we do, that we're doing over the next couple of episodes too, but we start off with the John Singleton classic today. Yep, yep. So let's get into it, brother. Um, so Baby Boy, I guess, I mean, I'm a, we're assuming that everyone listening to this has seen Baby Boy, but we might as well do like a quick synopsis, right? Yeah. Okay. So Baby Boy writes following this young kind of lost brother right in in south uh was it south central or compton i'm yeah, not sure kind of like south la south la yeah, yeah right and you know he's he's early 2000s right it's, mm-hmm. it's he has he's a, a bike mechanic <laughs> he fixes the bikes in the neighborhood is he getting paid sells. my question was it was he getting paid for that though or was I he mean, just that, fixing bikes I, no for way, free Maybe they were like bringing him. I mean, he was a mechanic. That was like his. But craft. They, like, like to he, Kendra's point, they were kids though. Like, were they, what were they paying him? Like he said, like, hey, I'll have your bike ready in an hour. You think the boy came back with some money? So, <laughs> the, so I, I pose the same question to you. If, if kids don't have bike money to pay him for a pair of bike, why would the kid that? buys ice cream from the ice cream man having like they're getting money from their parents for certain things right Bro, so i but would imagine you, but how much do you think bike repairs cost or I'm, I'm assuming a bike repair would cost at least 50 bucks i didn't say he was getting a lot of money from this i'm telling you what his craft was okay right? Go, carry, not, on. carry on <laughs> carry on i didn't say because he clearly on. wasn't doing well enough to support <laughs> the lifestyle that he was living Absolutely. right so now this 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 local black bike mechanic <laughs> uh living at home with his mom right and he's kicking out kicking it with his homeboys in the street doesn't really have a direction with what he's doing and he also has two children they're like we're like like babies like one years old two years old yeah they're, one they're, is like a toddler like, one is a toddler right? and one has to be like at least one yeah. right and he has in, in two children by two different baby mothers um and yeah he's just trying to find his way in life and so john singleton kind of it's it's a I don't think I've I'd seen a movie quite like that before where you're you're showing the perspective of of life through the lens of a young black male living in the hood but also trying to find his way through the world while dealing with the prospect of growing up while raising children you know like it's it's a it's a really unique perspective that he gave us and I know we I mean it's probably the most replayed movie film yeah on, it's it's a lot of jokes involved on, like with it's, the film. it's it's, it's a it's lot like of the jokes Guinness book of world record for most replayed you know, movies Whoa, on BT. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and it's like, it's a pretty serious movie too. It is. Cause you know, everybody's only like, man, all BT does, you know, all BT does play baby boy back to back. Every time it come on, I'm going to cut the TV on. That's just, it, that's just how I roll. It's, it's a lot different. And like, it's, it's, you realize like with that movie too, it's a lot of different characters that they're giving. Like the, his mom is trying to find her way. She's trying to find love. Right. And she's trying her, to raise him. And she's trying to raise a man as well. Like exactly. That, and I without, think, without his father there. Without yeah. his father. Right. And I, and I think and you then, see how you hard have, that is, like a, mm-hmm. a woman trying to raise a man. Like it's it's almost impossible. Like she's mm-hmm. not gonna be able to give him also the things hard in to the do with trying to keep a life for yourself too. Exactly, exactly too, yeah. right? So she has she she has a her boyfriend's an ex convict and he himself is trying to find his way in the world, trying to reacclimate himself to society. Then you got baby you got Jody's uh is, what's his friend's name again? Uh, P. Oh, Omar Gooden. P. P. He has his own issues he got dealing with. I I like <laughs> right. P's character. I like. I think it was overacted a little bit, but I like the character. Right. Um. He was like a. He was kind of like a. He was a hood dude. He was a street dude. But at the same time, he wanted to be. 
right. He wanted to be righteous in a way, right? Like remember at the end, like he wanted to you remember at the end, like he wanted to give his life over to God and everything. He wanted to get baptized and all that stuff. Like whatever righteousness means to him. Yeah, whatever whatever that meant to him. It, 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 like the I think my favorite scene with him was uh what was it? It was kind of a weird scene because he was like uh arguing with his 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 the girls in the house about him no, playing his, vid- his, his baby his, his baby mama his, his mother. Yeah, about him yeah. playing video games. Right? He's he's he kind of has like this temper tantrum or whatever, and he calls them sensitive, and he's sensitive ass females or whatever. But he's the one throwing the temper tantrum. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of typical of men. Eh? Like we use like we love calling women you know over emotional, but we men be was acting out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah, but the but, thing is, you see, as soon as he walked through there, he apologized. Yeah, that's my yeah, point. He yeah. he, he, he took it back. Like he recognized like I'm wrong, and I think in that scene, I realized that Jody was the 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 bad influence on P in a sense. Like Jody was the one always putting P in these bad situations. Right, like, right, like when when Pete when Pete starts apologizing or whatever, Jody's trying to pull him away, and Jody's trying to stop him from having the conversation with the with the women in the house about what's going on or, or in his life or whatever, and why he's feeling the way he's feeling. Like Jody stops that part of the conversation. Mm. I kind of thought Jody was trying to pull him out of the, pull him out of the bad situation. I thought he said something else he would regret. But I thought he he was apologizing in that situation and trying to explain like why he was feeling upset and why he was feeling so frustrated. I don't think he was going any I don't think he was getting madder in the in the in the in the situation. I think he was actually calming down and realizing like his faults and trying to like get his feelings out. And I think Jody stopped that. I'm not gonna speak on that per se. I don't necessarily agree with that. But I think the purpose again what I will say is that the fact that we are able to have this discussion kind of speaks to the, the layers that are in this movie mm-hmm. and why we why A is a classic and why B, so in that's like for instance that situation, even though it was a serious situation, there was still humor in it because of how he was reacting to be like because all of this was over because he wanted to play video games. Yeah. Like, like it's, it's it's a very <laughs> trivial matter but he still took it to a level because of a lot of the other things he's probably dealing with like as a very personal attack on him um but nonetheless i think that's uh i think as we talk about these different scenes you'll see the seriousness of these scenes but also some humor in it and like why we why we rock with the scenes but um nonetheless i think let's let's kind of get into it and specifically like the layout and the backdrop and the soundtracks of the different scenes but i stay in court it's my baby mama, she be riding caddy, and she always looking for sugar daddies. It's my baby daddy, he know he always broke, and he ain't no good, nothing but a joke. It's my baby daddy, he know it's nothing heavy, he be cheating on me, that's why I can't stand him. Man, this freak has got me stressing, in the court I must confess, and players trying to get that check, and Cooper so. is on your neck. I think I'm gonna go first. Yeah, Kendra said she didn't want to go first. Um, Kendra chickened out. First thing <laughs> you gotta recognize, babe. Well, because of the backdrop of LA, right? You have you have a lot of 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 either funk infused, you know, LA rap tracks, or you have actual funk tracks, right? Because that's, I mean, that's really what West Coast music has become yeah. synonymous with, right? You have all this these funky vibes. I mean, that was a lot of what Dre was doing in the nineties. A lot of yeah. you know, hip hop. I mean, it's, it's Snoop, rap now. IQ. Yeah. It's even in rap right, now. Like, like Kendrick and Tupac exactly. Butterfly. YG uses a lot mm-hmm. of funk tracks. Like, yep. 
You know, like it's, and, it's, it's, and I don't know, like what just my one time out there. Like I, I get it. Like it, it just feels like I don't know <laughs> how to describe it, but that's just how it feels. Like yeah. it just is laid back. It's cool. It's a vibe. And so brings me to <laughs> this specific scene because no matter how serious she gets, you can't help but just kick your feet up and just vibe to some of this shit. So let's talk about Rodney, right? <laughs> Rodney is Yvette's. <laughs> ex that she dealt with before Jody mm -hmm. and around the time that she had a kid with Jody Rodney right gets uh I guess went to prison I don't even know what, what he went to prison for but yeah did he say what he went to prison for no I don't, I don't think so I don't think I don't know so. anyway Rodney is Snoop Dogg's character right he just you know gang banging dude out here just thugging it right so he gets out and around the time with Jody and Yvette having a fight right so they have a fight Jody was was fake living with her, kicks out, kicks him out, whatever. So Jody out here doing his thing in the streets and Rodney, he needs a place to stay. So why wouldn't he go to his old Flames crib, right? Yvette walk in the crib and my man Rodney is kicking it with his feet up, smoking Smooth. a blunt, blasting Bootsy Collins, <laughs> I'd rather be with you, <laughs> in the most cool, fucked out way that you could possibly think. Like, it was a very quintessential Snoop Dogg scene. I think what I loved about the scene was not just the fact that, like, I love that song. Like, it's one of my favorite songs of all time. But I think the fact that it's it's just like this, this love song, right? Like, him and it's, it's his love song about, you know, he's talking to his woman. He's saying, you know, I, I want nothing else but to be with you. And it's not, I mean, I guess it's kind of what Snoop Dogg was saying, but that's not the vibe he was trying to like, get to her. Like, he really he wanted to be with her, but it wasn't, it wasn't like he wanted to be with her. I think he just wanted to be with her because of accessibility. It was easy, and he needed, he just needed some of the, it was like a means to an end. But I think what, <laughs> what I loved about his character was his just, well, outside of like, yeah, he was an evil character. <laughs> but I loved how he just didn't give a fuck. And he brought a certain element to Yvette's life that made her, in an indirect way, appreciate Jody more. Which was it was weird. But, I like how that, that kind of like that's what was, was that his purpose a, in the But film. was that a good thing? Like that was like she was just dealing with two like it was excuse my language, but it was it just it wasn't a good thing. It was able to just it brought like a certain it brought a I don't want to put this perspective. It, it, yeah, like it, it's. I mean, when you're putting it like that, it actually does sound more... It sounds fun. like... It, it was like legit choosing one. Like, Yvette didn't... She didn't deserve yeah. none of that, though. Jo Yvette just gotta leave. She gotta leave the hood. That's yes! <laughs> she didn't <laughs> deserve <laughs> neither one of those Negroes. Like, that was terrible. It was... <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I... I, I don't understand how you could... Like... Go, go ahead. I'm go sorry. Ahead, I'll catch up. No, I'm no, done. no, go <laughs> ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Say what you gotta say. No, I'm just saying, I, th I think it was just like, it, it, it kind of brought, like, me re-watching the movie, it kind of brought me back to our last episode um, with, with, when Kirsten was on. Um, oh, yeah. And she was talking about, like, how men don't appreciate women outside of their mama. Right? Like, and how women, how yeah. men, like, you know, outside of, like, their mama and probably, like, a few aunts and maybe a cousin or two or a sister, they don't appreciate, you know, women or they don't respect women and they treat women like dog shit. And that was a clear-cut example of that. The dude like tried to rape, the dude tried to rape, the dude tried to rape, uh, like, her in front of her, his, her son. 
And, you know what the effed up part about that too was? It was like he was it's like everything about what this movie portrayed, his character, actually every male character was they needed the woman in their life in a in a way and a way that at times they seemed unhealthy. Is like they they needed the women to act as like, it was to call them it was to, their crutch. To, like, it was their crutch. Yeah, it exactly. was their crutch. Exactly, exactly, and 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 in a way where they weren't really giving them any sort of support either. Like they were, it wasn't like a mutual exchange. Mm-mm. It wasn't like a symbiotic relationship. It, like none of these relationships with any woman in this movie were symbiotic whatsoever. Yeah, it it's all kinda, about what you can do for me. It's kind of like that scene when um when when. Uh, Tyrese was in the garden with his mom or whatever, and she was like, "You're selfish" or whatever. And he's like, "I'm not selfish. Mm-hmm. I I put money on her phone bill." <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, but I'm sitting in windows with like makeup and everything good. You know? Me to do that with the rims. You put rims on the joint and everything. <laughs> I'm like, bro, what is? What are you doing? So that what do you? This is what you sold dresses for? Like, what are you doing? So this goes to that plays into my song, um, "Baby Mama" by uh, Three Six. <laughs> Um, and it, it's that song where uh Lechette hops on the on the on the track. You know what I'm saying? Um, well, first let me re- re- let me let me replay the scene. So this is the opening. This is kind of like one of the few op- the opening scenes, right? So Yvette gets yeah. the uh she gets the abortion, and then um they get home, and then Jody's like, "Can I use your car?" Like right after, <laughs> right after this girl has gotten the abortion for his baby. And he rides over to his other baby mama's crib and, you know, her mom, not even her crib, her mom's crib. And he's messing around with her or whatever. And they're rolling up, smoking a joint and they're about to have sex. And she cuts up the stereo and this baby mama by three, six. And it's one of the, you know, three, six had those like those ignorant songs, like, you know, jailed up. You know, remember that, you know, when we was kids, we used to sing them to make fun of other kids and stuff like that. Like so, this one was like "Baby Mama" by Three Six, and it's called it. Like the chat hops on the. She's the female uh uh rapper in the in the group, and she's like, "It's my baby daddy, and he always broke." And this this is blasting why they're having sex. Why <laughs> you was you know it's, it's, it's funny too that like we don't even see much of the other kid either. Like he doesn't really interact much with that. No, like, the daughter, his like, daughter, what, no, is? at all. Yeah, his daughter, no. She first first scene. That's it. I forgot she was a daughter. I forgot. I thought we. Yeah, it was a girl. It was a girl. Yeah. I only I only remember this because I rewatched the movie last. And we and we just watched it. We just rewatched it too. I completely (laughs) forgot already that he had another daughter. Like it was a. So like. Here's the here's I, the whole. I do, can I read I, the I whole verse? Gave us more of that before we go to. The, can I read the whole verse of that Lechette verse? It, it, the song is called "Baby Mom" by Three Six. Um, remember, our mothers are listening. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna bleep it out. <laughs> I'm gonna bleep it out. <laughs> It's called, and, and she says, uh, it's my baby daddy. He be always broke. He ain't got no good nothing, but a, but a joke. It's my baby daddy. He just love to have it. He be cheating on me. That's why I can't stand him. And that basically perfectly, that sums up Jody, like the entire character of Jody. Daddy, ain't got no money. <laughs> if we had a baby, if there was a baby boy too, do you, do you, do you see how... Is there any way that you could see Jody progressing into Baby Boy Two? <laughs> Hypothetically, I'm, I'm saying like if, like, do you see Jody actually? Like, do you see any progression in Jody throughout the movie? Like, because I, I, I don't. Bike shop. You see your bike. <laughs> Yo, here's all telling credit today by Jody. If because like they're like like bike shops, right? Like that you know if you see like the 
group of white men biking around the town or whatever, or just hot, more affluent people, you know, the bike shops, the bikes, they're riding at like thousand, fifteen hundred dollar bikes, sometimes thousands upon dollars. And it's like a whole industry and, you know, it's associated with in the high end areas and, you know, the people that fix their bikes, they make good money because, you know, it's, they're expensive bikes to fix and they're really special parts and shit. Mm. If Jody was just born in the right neighborhood with those same skills, he would be, his life would be completely different. Like he would have a, his, his skill, his craft would be looked upon as like an actual profession. Like he would be in the biking world, but no, he happens to be Jody in South LA. And so now he has to gangbang and, and fix bikes and local kids. Like he, the bikes he had were pretty cool that he's fixing. So that, I mean, I agree with you <clears throat> wholeheartedly, but I mean, so there's a, there's think, a different debate. There's a different debate to be had about that. And, and, and knowing the character of Jody, there's a, there's a totally different <laughs> debate about be had about that. Right. Like I think, I still I think like, Jody could have used those skills, but he was just lazy, bro. Like, I think that's what the whole character, like Vin Rain's character was like trying to like teach Jody, like you just got to get off your ass and work. Was he lazy or just misguided, or just, think, or, or didn't or didn't know where to direct his energy? That's a difference. All three. Hmm. I think all can be true, right? I think all can be true. I think yeah. you can be lazy. I think you can be both. I think you can be misguided, lazy, and and, and you know, yeah, you can be both misguided, misguided and lazy. What's yeah. your perspective, Kendra? It's like, I mean, you could, but you have some men or some people, period. This goes for men and women who, um, you know, can come up in an environment just like Jody's, even worse than that. And they look at it as, that, look at it as you know, this is what I don't want to do. I want to be opposite. I want to be the opposite of this. I want to be totally not of my surroundings and I want to get out of this. You know what I'm saying? And some people just, you know, collapse into it. So I, I don't know yeah. if it just depends on the person that you are. Like, yeah. I mean, Sometimes it had nothing to do with your upbringing. What you see growing up, it's just, yeah. I don't know. It's almost just like how God made you. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So I know a lot those of birds had a those really. Birds, those birds sound beautiful. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I flip this, I can show y'all. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I agree with Kendra, though. Like, I think it all, it's all based on, like, how, how you're wired, like, how you grind. Um, yeah. Jody was a bird. That's what that's what I got from this. <laughs> Jody was a bird. Jody was a bird ass nigga. Jody was. He was, but you know what? When I watched it, it was a while ago. Um, he wasn't. I ain't gonna say he wasn't all bad, but he did like deep down in him. He had. He wanted to be better. Like he wanted to do better by you. He wanted mm-hmm. to be a better person. He wanted to, you know, do more. But he just. He just. His you know how. I mean, don't doesn't <laughs> doesn't everybody like inherently just wants to do better? No, like, they don't. <laughs> I think I, I disagree. I disagree. I I don't think I don't think Rodney I don't think Rodney wanted to do better. <laughs> Prime I, example. Some people just are okay. Shit in All right, people. you're right. Because he was ready to ride out on. Uh, he was. He just got out of jail and he was ready to kill. And he uh, ready to, <laughs> for and for so what? Back into it. <laughs> And for what? Like yeah. he didn't even do anything to him. You're right. I guess you're right. Bro went and stole Yvette's car, picked all the homeboys, and did a drive by, and then came back and did another one. Yeah, you're right. Can That's you imagine? Right. Can you imagine you a nigga driving by on your girl's car that you put money into? You drive by on you in that car with his homies. <laughs> The audacity. <laughs> you thought she was on the way back. Bro. 
You see what's up, baby? He thought, yeah, he thought she was, he thought she was come crawling back. Nah, yeah, I knew she could, I knew she could stay away from me long. That's 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 the devil. I like the little touch you put on that. That was solid. That was it. Was it was. I wish that uh, what was the song playing? He was he was riding in something. What was is that the song? Uh, he was riding with his boys and and he was playing like Crip. It was the like, Crip oh, shit. It was the yeah, Crip yeah. shit. Yeah, I'm sorry, Mama, but that was the name of the song. It was called. That was another song I got on it. It's called uh, Crip Shit, and it's basically a playoff of uh, Tina Marie's Square Biz. That I'm talking Crip shit to you, baby. They would get Crip shit like they. <laughs> He, they were passing the the huge jug of Hennessy, like that, like the whole seven fifty milliliter bottle. They were passing that around in the front seat. Like it, it just, we didn't even. I'm like, you just got a jet. None of y'all care. None of y'all care. <laughs> Bro, what do you wreck the car? Are you on the insurance? <laughs> Bro, I had so many questions. Did like, she why have y'all? insurance? Should be the number one question, though. I bet. I think she only had liability. I would have bet that she only had liability. Yeah, she like she had the bare minimum. Full There's no full coverage here. It's like the very bare minimum, and she's like she's making sure you know what if I hit someone they're fine. But like I'll figure. So then nah, it's liability. Jody definitely wasn't on that shit. You know, I think like Yvette made sure she had like the necessary things. Like she probably made sure her son had health insurance, whatever. Like you, 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 she was at, but nah, it, she couldn't afford full coverage. Now this nigga around. Yeah, deadbeat at your crib. You got to feed him, feed yourself, and his baby. He wasn't bringing no money. Nah. Hey, he was full of shit. Bro, he was full of shit, bro. Was, that's why that baby mama song was so perfect. And that's why it's so perfect. Oh. In her house and pulled up in his other baby mama's car. Bro. Broke her shower and told her to cook breakfast. And you know what she did? She, she cooked it. She cooked that breakfast. He, she she hey, was man. just as trifling, though. She was, she was just as yeah. trifling. She was just his, his, his second, second girl. Yeah, his uh, yeah, his second baby mama. Was younger, like who was first? Was Yvette first or like which child? I was think younger? Yvette was Yvette, Yvette had the oldest one, right? Okay, I keep I cutting Kendra too. off. I'm sorry, Kendra. No, you're okay. Um, it's Kendra's time to drop her song now. Is it? Dang, mine's all mine's all sad and stuff. <laughs> having a good time. <laughs> we can we can. It, 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 no, this, isn't, yeah, the movie is sad. Like it has moments of being sad. It's cool. Yeah, so um, so um, my scene was the one where uh, it was after after the I rather be with you after um, mm-hmm. Jody caught you know Rodney at the house, and of course he didn't expect him to be there, and um, you know he came to pick him up from his house that night. So I think the whole just the whole mood of Jody, because for one, I think I'm just gonna take a guess that this is the first time that he's actually feel threatened by another man. You know, because ain't no other dude been around. And then all of a sudden, you come up to your baby mama house, and it's a dude there chilling on the couch with his feet up. So, Jody pissed off, okay? <laughs> he pissed <laughs> off. So, Yvette comes to the door, whatever. Knock, knock. Who's there? We know who it is. So, I'm pretty sure Yvette already knew what was going on. He knew what was going on. He wanted her to get the hell off of his porch, and he said it. Did y'all see the way? I've never had a man slam a door in my face in the middle of me talking, and I think I would cry my heart out too, <laughs> like she did in that scene. Oh my god! That was some, that was some cold shit. It was cold really shit. cold, and then he had to, that was some cold it was shit. raining. And you know what? That scene started off 
I, I'm pretty sure the whole entire song, just to keep you satisfied by um, Marvin Gaye play. So the song, of course, is about the, the, the smoothest man to ever touch a mic. Rest in peace, um, Marvin Gaye. F you to your daddy. I'm still hot about that. Wow. <laughs> Bro. All right then. Hey, that that background <laughs> hey, story is crazy. Like that, I'm still upset. I wasn't alive, but I'm upset. Okay. Have, have you quick quick sidebar? Have you ever read the story of like what went down between him and his father before he killed him? I did. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> okay. I did. Right, it's tragic. We ain't gotta talk about this. That's a pretty tragic ass story, bro. It, it really was, but go ahead. I'm sorry. It was. Go ahead, it, it was pretty sad, but um, the song was basically about um, kind of like a similar situation: two people who put up with everything the other person has, you know, all that baggage with Jody, this and that. And at the very end of the day, it's just not gonna work, and we're gonna have to be happy with the fact of that. And, you know, it ends with Taraji or Yvette, you know, being like, he don't love me no more. I got to get up out of here. And you would think that she would thought that was the end of it until, you know, that whole thing with Rodney happened later. Because she had no choice. She needs some help. Ronnie brought them together. Ronnie brought them back together. Unnecessary how- evil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unnecessary evil. But, you know, oh, this why, this why you can't sit outside. <laughs> I'm finna go in. I'm sorry. But I don't know. How did y'all, how did that scene make y'all feel? Like, did you feel, I'm pretty sure you didn't feel, did you feel bad for Yvette? I did. I I felt bad for Yvette. And I think, so it, I think two things, right? So like, first thing you said, you were saying that that was the first time that, um, like Jody said, you felt threatened by a man. But I think, I think because of the, the unhealthy relationship he had with his mother, I think he had, he was, he felt, that both of the women in his life that he cared about the most, Yvette and mother, they were having these other men they were bringing into his life that he felt threatened by. So I think he was threatened also by uh, what was Ving Ray, whatever Ving Ray's character Melvin. was name, Melvin. He was he was threatened <laughs> by Melvin too. So I think a lot of the frustration that he was dealing with that he exerted in that scene with Yvette was mm-hmm. kind of everything kind of compounding on him at one moment. Like it was just dealing with the shit at home before like the the space with Yvette at least at that in, in that home like that was like a safe place for him and so now he had no safe place right he didn't he didn't have home he didn't have his second home and so oh, yeah. granted he was wrong like and I felt bad for Yvette but I can see why everything considered why he acted how out how he acted in a very juvenile and immature way like why he just slammed the face to do it because he was just like y'all why is everything happening to me like why are y'all attacking me like why does no one care about me he looked at he's been treating it like in a very selfish manner so i i felt for yvette i could see why like that was very emotional like she didn't deserve any of that but i see why Jody was acting like a child. He was acting like a child, which is, I mean, he was he threw a tantrum. He, he was, <clears throat> yeah, he was he was throwing a, a tantrum, and the two women in his life that he felt that were supposed to take care of him were not. They didn't care to at the mm. time, and that's why he acted out like a little baby. That's my two cents on this. It was a very, it was a very emotional scene, though. It was very. Uh, it was, and you know, Taraji, that was a perfect cry. That was great. It's always interesting when you have like a because sometimes you get cries in movies and it's like you know, like, like again the, the the scene where he almost got shot in the drive by. Tyrese had this look on his face, <laughs> like like I know you think you're about to die, but it was just. Yeah, like what are you 
you doing? Like, what are you? What's wrong with you? <laughs> Get down! Like, what is wrong with you? Like, and then how did no one hit anything? Like he didn't like he didn't hit nothing. No, didn't hit nothing. Pete body Pete didn't hit him getting back. Like, it was just uh, a hundred like, shots. Like, down like down on the ground. He didn't even had a camera. No. camera. He was right on that. Yeah, it, it threw it threw a yeah yeah. Yeah, I mean, it probably would have been. I don't know. Then you know he had no life insurance, so I mean, it's, it's probably good that he didn't. Nobody, oh, he left the car. nobody in the movie. No, had this entire episode has been yeah. hilarious. Nobody. Ain't no life insurance, bro. <laughs> ain't no life insurance, bro. Like, ain't no no whole life, no term life. Ain't oh, nobody got no God. policies, bro. Like, <laughs> and you know, you know, he had no health insurance. He had no Medicaid. And so stop, it bro. Just, it, <laughs> I think it all worked out for the best. It, it would have worked for the best. <laughs> my mom oh had to do it. This before go go for me too. So oh my god! Has the collection plate around, oh hoping we must up some money, bro. It it, it could have been bad, bro. It oh could have been a lot god. worse. Like it's this a man, dog. Baby boy two yeah, would have been terrible, man. Baby boy, me, that, yeah. baby boy two would have been terrible. I, I'm back to that. I'm, Oh my God! Would Jody if, if Baby Boy Two were to happen? Would Jody get a job? Basic borderline, basic borderline goal number one. Would he have so, a so job? What is, I, what is a basic borderline job for him? I don't even know. I'm in here crying. McDonald's. I mean, McDonald's. Would he have a basic borderline job nah, at like McDonald's? He wouldn't have that because it's a he he, he would get disinterested in it. Uh-huh. He doesn't. He wouldn't be getting like he's he's he'd be getting oh like minimum wage, ten bucks an hour. For, like he's not getting enough for benefits. Honestly, I don't even think he cared. I don't know if he had anything to do with like that would give providing benefits. I don't. I think I don't think anything would change. Um, he would if his mother was alive. He'd still be in the house. If not, hopefully she owned the house and could pass it to him. What did his mom do? I don't know. I I I I, I forgot about it. like she had like a nice ass house. I'm assuming the house was paid no, off. Said that was his big mama's house. Great. Yeah, you're right. Grandma's house. Yeah. So he would have stayed there. He would have like, he would have stayed there. You know, he'd yeah. still be there. He'd still be fixing bikes in the neighborhood. Probably would have went to jail a few times for some things. And he probably would have ended up in a mechanic shop somewhere. Is this the getting, only... Getting, getting paid under the table. Is this the only... So I'm, I'm looking at like John Singleton films. I also have like one more... Uh, song choice that I want to go but I want to say this real quick um I'm looking over John Singleton films Boys in the Hood Poetic Justice Higher Learning um Rosewood Hustling Flow um is this the only one that didn't have somewhat of like a kind of I mean it had a positive ending he didn't die but there wasn't like even like a positive resolution Wait, what other movie like, like Higher Learning didn't have no positive ending? Like, what, like, what okay, you, maybe what you're right. You're right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, with Boys in the Hood, at least, and with Boys in the Hood, at least, like, uh, your boy went to like Morehouse, and you know, what I'm saying your girl went to Spelman. Um, yeah. yeah. I forgot how Poetic Justice ended. That movie ended with it. Y'all taking her on a picnic. Yeah, I guess positive, whatever. Hust- hustle and flow ended. You know, your boy got his song on the radio, whatever it was, and he blew up. I, I mean, he was in jail. Yeah, he was. He was in jail, but at least he, 
you know, his people was getting paid at least. You know, his girl Were became they? a his girl was his girl became a boss. Remember the little the little white prostitute he had? She became like a boss. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Little magic, little magic. All right. So I, I think yeah, I think I, I I mean he had the ones that had a positive. This was more I, I so but we consider this a positive ending, I guess, in the movie. I mean, like, he didn't die. He didn't die. Yeah, is, that, is, that, is that where the bar is at? Yeah. <laughs> he didn't die. He got his girl back. He, I mean, they, 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 they didn't give us any clue. Like, is, was he being faithful? Is he not going back to Peanut? You know, he not being faithful. He right. not stopping like, it. Like, he, 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 a Sunday where like, he moved yeah. in. Though. He moved in with her. <clears throat> is he it. is he paying down on the rent now? At least giving a quarter of the rent. Know. You know his. You know his name not in the utilities. It's not on any 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 sort of paperwork. He like he, credit. he ain't got he ain't got no credit. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know what a credit report so, is. <laughs> it, he, bro, he's not. It's nothing's changed. Like oh the ending, God. like the movie ended. It's exactly where it was in the beginning. Only difference is his mama has a is happy with her boyfriend. I hope that shit's still working out. And and but that's it. Like he still got two baby mothers and still has no income to help raise these children. What has changed? What has he learned? Oh my god, this is this is sad. I don't know. That's why there just need to be a baby boy too. Maybe you know we I, should. Yeah. Maybe at the end of every you know uh, summer series episode, we should add. Should there be another movie, another one of these movies? Well, no. I think I don't think there's nowhere to go with this. Like, where would you go? You read the whole thing. It's a cycle. I mean, I think that's. I think that if anything, that's probably what you can get from this. Like, <clears throat> this is it's a cycle. And this I think type of of. Of of lifestyle that he was living, like there, and there's, it's hard for them to find a way to escape out of that cycle. Because like everyone in this movie was just trying to live day to day. There's, I mean, there was a, a somewhat of a of an eye towards the future and what happiness looked like for them, but it still all relied on them being within that that environment that they're within. Like they didn't, he didn't have any plans to leave his block, his neighborhood, much less do anything. Like it's. Yeah, man, they're just trying to survive, bro. It's a movie about survival. I'm trying to make the best of why you're trying to survive. Yeah. Sorry, to make it kind of dark. <laughs> so what? Yeah, he probably went to jail. He probably should go to jail. He probably should go to jail. Yeah, he should go to jail. Yeah, he should. He should. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the cops found out. Somebody saw it. Somebody saw yeah. it and told on him. <laughs> they told, I don't think they told on people, though. I don't think they told him. But his homies, his homies probably go like, they... They probably gonna go back around and and kill him. Yeah, yeah, kill him. Like it's it's gonna keep going. <clears throat> it's a vicious cycle, like, you know. It's like in Boys in the Hood, and boys came back and killed, or I guess it was other boys. Yeah, they, they killed cute. Uh, they killed cute. Yeah, like it, it's it's a vicious cycle, bro. Any, and that's I think that's what we could, we could take from this: a vicious cycle. And yeah, then that's it. I mean, I have nothing else to literally take from the movie other than that. Like the. I will say the soundtrack was bumping though. I think that's the best thing we could take from it. Like, yeah. like I mean, even I bumping. guess I guess like how how would you I guess in your your black opinions, how would you kind of, you know, take a stab at stopping that that vicious cycle? Right, that's 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 a that's I said loaded question, <laughs> I know, but I mean, there's hey, so many variables to that. Like, I I said take a I said take a stab. I didn't say you know, lay out your, you know, full court plan, but just take a stab at it. I don't want to. 
that's, that's a lot, bro. I, I want to. Man. Um, I, <laughs> uh, it's what? I mean, I think that's what the like. I think the whole movie was to kind of like how you know to 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 show people about this vicious cycle that 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 goes on in the hood and uh, uh, with black people and it is a, an effect of racism like that's what the opening you know monologue is about yeah. when 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 Jody's in the womb or whatever that, like that was a pretty heavy open monologue <clears throat> yeah how how you know how it, you know this this although like Jody is I guess this is his own fault in a sense it still kind of plays like racism still kind of plays a part in it. Um, in the sense that like, like he doesn't have, like you don't know what type of opportunities he had growing up. He probably didn't have like the best support in, in school and where he went to, like he clearly yeah. has skills that in the white environment probably could have flourished. Like, like you he, said, like, like he, he was an entrepreneurial spirit. Like he found those, he was able to sell those dresses. Like he, he has skills and people skills too. Like he could have flourished in the right environment, but because of a variety of different socioeconomic conditions, that's where people like him and Peabody live and die within that confined space with no evolution, no progression. So that's the answer. That's where you have, you have to address socioeconomic issues that place them in this environment to where they feel there's no escape from it. Okay. I don't know how you do that, but, but yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's that's what you want to hear, Kurt. That's, that's, taking, a, that's taking a <laughs> stab at it. Yeah. yeah. What did you say, Kendra? Hey. I just said that's a sad, everyday story. Yeah. All right, let's talk about some more positive. I think <laughs> we're, we're, we're good. We're, let's end on some more positive. I, I, um, but what? <laughs> what y'all been doing during this pandemic? <laughs> made me smile or something. We about to leave. It's we should like talk about here, the. Man. We let's... should talk about the next. The next episode. We're gonna, we're talk about the Friday. Okay. The Friday trilogy. So yeah, we do. So I mean, that'll be more more jokes at least. It'll be a lot more jokes. I thought this episode was hilarious. I was, my eyes are red. I'm crying, dude. Like Kendra, Kendra, what's your favorite Friday? Before I know Kurt, I know what Kurt said. What's your favorite Friday? What's my favorite Friday? Shoot, the first one. Everybody okay. says that. I feel like Go that's just the. Um, but I ain't gonna lie. The second one, next Friday, is pretty close. That's to me. That's like the fun. That, that one is like that's hilarious. Like, you know what? It's probably next Friday. When I think about it, Mike Epps did a hell of a job. He, he Kurt gonna say Friday after next. He, 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 he likes Friday after next, which is you know really? funny. Yeah, that's what with Cat, with Cat Williams, it's funny. Come on, it was decent, but it's definitely last in mind. But okay, third ones are always the worst one, no matter what okay. any sort of trilogy, bro. It's always that's a lie. That's a lie. It's a lie. Dark Knight Rises was not the, the worst movie out of that trilogy. <laughs> Tell another lie. I, I would. I, come on, we can go all night. Hmm. <laughs> Are you sure about that? Positive. It was better than. Uh, it was better than Batman Begins. Yes, it was better than Batman Begins. Batman Begins was. A, Batman Begins was a great movie, by the way. But so this is how I rank them. Um, number one, obviously, Dark Knight. Um, Dark Knight Rises, and then Batman Begins. Amazing trilogy. I think I rate. I think I rank the Friday movies. Uh, I, I go Friday at the next mm, Friday, next Friday. Which was the best Carter? One, two, or three? Ooh, 
two, three, one. Hmm. Hmm. I'm messing up your theory. I'm messing. I'm ruining your no, theory. Not. I'm ruining no, your be, theory because in, in each one of in each one of in each one that you listed, the third one wasn't. The it best wasn't the it. It best, was but the, you said it was the, the worst, worst though. You said it was the worst. It's not the worst. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Kendra, what do you have going on before we get out of here, Kendra? What do you have going on? What have you been listening to? What have you been checking out? Everybody kind of knows me and Darren's what we our taste in music. What have you been checking out, Kendra? Put us on game. Man, I listen to everything, but uh, lately, let me tell you what I'm stuck on, y'all, and I'm not even going to lie to you, I've been slacking just a little bit on the new, new music listens, but that John Legend album gets better each time I listen to it. Hmm. It's a really good listen. I listen it's to it once. It's a really good listen. Like, it's nowhere near like a nothing, you know, no classic or nothing like that, but it's a really <laughs> Good listen. I shall go back and indulge. It's perfect quarantining listen. Like you're just it at the house. Like the opening track was so strong to yeah. me. Mm. Perfect. I'll run it back. Perfect song, you have to I've run it listen. back. I listen to um, a lot of Al Green. You said you've been on Al Green? I'm just like a lot of Al Green. Like like the ones where, thought, the ones where it's like. always on Al Green. It's called you crazy. <laughs> like lately I've been like, you know, like Al like has his. He has a variety of different range of tracks, right? Mm-hmm. But like the ones where it's like centered around love. It's real soulful, smooth. Like mm-hmm. it's it's like all of these things are smooth, but like not upbeat. Like the the love tracks where it's a lot more rhythmic, steady, and where like he's really showing off like his his smoothness of of his vocals. Like it's it's real real southern cool shit. Yeah. Like that, that's the ones I've been been rocking with. You know, like simply beautiful. Like those type of tracks. I like, gotta- I gotta send you this Al Green playlist. I, it's called Al Green is the Cream of uh of R and B, uh, and you know Kareem Abdul Jabbar is like the all time leading scorer in, in the NBA. Uh, I think that's who Al hmm. Green. Al Green has that many hits. He's he's the man. Huh. Ask your grandmother about him. Like he's he's the man. <laughs> he, he's he's that he, he is a. Uh... He a, he a motherfucker, man. He, he's that dude, man. Like, I think I think the best thing that people don't realize, like, I, everybody has, like, this debate about, like, Mike, you know, Prince, um, and even um, Marvin. All greats. I'm not putting down on anyone, right, in their perspective, right? But I think people leave out Al Green a lot. Like, he, his, like, he dropped four albums in, like, I think a span of, like, five, like, no, like, three. No, he dropped, like, three albums in a span of, like, four years. And then his next album was the greatest hits. Hmm. Like who does that? <laughs> just <laughs> and then he came out Hi. and just dropped like yeah. And then he once he switched over to gospel. Like I know like if you dabble in gospel music, his gospel music is is dope. It's wild because it's like is like the sound wise, it didn't really change much. Like, it was still at just as soulful, just yeah, as like, you know, it was. Like, but he was just talking about Jesus. And you know what? It was a switch. I could talk about Al Green all day. But there was a switch. Um, I'm sorry, y'all. You know, I'm an, I, like, this is the name of this podcast, Rap Nerds. Um, but if you check out the Bell album, it was made in 1977. And I think, like, if you listen to that, I think that was his crossover into gospel. Like, a lot of the songs, if you, like, just check them out on the surface, they sound very R&B-ish. But if you, like, listen to the lyrics, he's talking about God. He's singing about God. You know, he yeah. even mentions God and Jesus in some of the songs. But they're, they're so soulful that you're like, he has to be singing about a woman in this. 
it's like, it's like <laughs> what, what I, I forget who I said this about, but it's like Al just replaced, uh, like whenever he's talking about a woman, when he turned up, he just replaced it with talking about Jesus. Yeah. Like, everything else stayed the same. The perfect yeah. modern day song of that is uh, is Love by uh, Music Soul Child. Replace, mean, re- like, like, replace, the, like, you know that song. I think it's, uh, is it love? Oh, like, like, yeah, it's like love. Yeah, if you replace, if you <laughs> replace, so many, yeah, things I got to tell you. replace love with, <laughs> replace love with God in those songs, and it's the same, it's yeah. the same thing. It's, it's gospel, yeah, 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 yeah. I feel that. Giving him the proper listen, I still haven't. I'm supposed to like a year ago. Check this out. How'd y'all like that? Um, I know we talked about the CeeLo album, but like, how y'all feel about it now? I couldn't get that's through. what I was talking about. It was slow. That, that's what I was saying. I it was, was telling slow. her about it. Feels through. like he just took a bunch of love songs and just popped Jesus. Uh, pop. Sorry, about some gospel songs and pop loved about women in there, and they, that was it. Like mm-hmm. it, it just felt like a gospel album just about women. That's, that's about love. I'm gonna have to run it yeah, again. It was kind of slow for me. The first two tracks, I, I like the first track came out strong, and then <laughs> the second track it was <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, the second track it kind of like lulled me to sleep. I was like, "Oh, okay, gotta turn this off." Great lullaby music, like great take a nap Sunday yeah. afternoon type music. Like, I have to I, play it for my son. Know, that is, that's, all, that's all I have. I don't have anything else to add to it. I'll like, play it. For what do you my think, son. Kendra? You listen to it, the whole thing? I did. I just, I don't think, I don't think I'll listen to it again. Like, I it wasn't what I was expecting. First, that first song is yeah. definitely a play, but like everything else. Yeah. Definitely not as I think I was just excited when I first heard it because I was like, oh, mm. it's yeah. I, just, I just love it. And then yeah. a couple of times I was like, nah, this, this isn't we, we, we talk about Snoop sometimes, like as far as like his career trajectory and like how much he's like evolved. We don't talk about CeeLo enough for that. Right? Like he was like goody mob, like real rough shit, yeah, you know, in the early. Savage back in the day, and then he just evolved into. And then look at him now, like right, lullaby okay. singer, <laughs> right? Like lullaby, like TV judges on like what is one of the one of them shows, The Voice, things like yeah. that, and Nars Bark. Now he's like an international, you know, pop star. And I think this and- just goes to show like how creative these guys are, and if you give right. them, you know, give these young boys and girls in the hood a chance, right. you know, they can run with it. Um, also, I, another album that I've been checking out is that Liana Le Havis album. Have y'all checked that out? Yeah, very strong opening track. Too. Mm, it's a good, it's a great album. Like yeah. Great album. This one, um, you like a black and white cover? Yeah. Nope. The girl with the hair and eyes. Yeah, I, was yes. I, I like that. I, I, like, I like that a lot. I like that. I like that. Also, the light like pack that. by Joey Badass, three tracks, but it's pretty good. Um, I heard one of those tracks. That was good, too. Looking through your list? Yeah, looking through your list, Kurt? I am. I am. I am too. <laughs> Before we get out of here, I mean, I think people actually like these, so I'm, I'm, I'm running through the list. That's all I got, though. I ain't really been checking out Anything music else? either. Nothing else? Nah, that's all I got. That Gunna album's fun. I like that. I gotta rerun it. I need to listen to that again. That, that was fun. Um, that's all I got. Oh, yo! That Flo Millie album. That Flo- I like Flo Millie. I like her a lot. Um, I gotta listen to her. I've been seeing a lot of she's hype. She's hot. She's hot. Like, who knew that that much talent was like sitting right there in Mobile? Like, that joint's hot. She about to be a star, bro. Really? She's that. She's, like, is that dope? She's 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 about to be a star. I'm gonna check it out. Like, right bro, I like, she's. This. Okay. Like, 
she about to be like Rigo Nasty, like Meg Stallion, like she she about to, this whole next year taking off, bro. Mm. I'm telling you. She I like it. this. I like this new, you know, this new wave of of women rappers. I think it's, right. it's Yo, very dope. and they were working with the top producers and yeah. shit. Like I want, it's I want them dope. all to keep elevating, bro. Like that's, I feel dope. like they're like healthy competition too. Like they all rock with each other. Like they all support each other. Keep that yeah, shit going. That's, I like that's that. New. That's definitely new. That I like that. I like that. I like it a lot. Like keep it going. She hot. Flo Millie shit. That's it. That's all I got. That's all I got too, man. Flo yeah. Millie gang. I gotta go. I'm gonna run it later today. Okay. That's all I got. Uh, we're honestly just like super confident female raps. Like, like I'm that. Like, I ain't gonna. I don't. Mama, listen to all that. Like, she just, just, just super confident. Just like she, 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 she just cocky with it. She's super cocky with it. And yeah, like, like just think of, think of like Meg or Nikki or Cardi, but like in 19, like, like just. Mm. Cocky, okay. cocky and just doesn't like man, young you know, Nikki was. It. I I'll never forget when I heard when I heard Nicki Minaj for the first time on the uh, on a uh, like, like Lil party, Wayne, like, yeah. on a Lil Wayne mixtape, man. Oh my uh, god, I was like, this chick is spitting. And then she came out. That type of shit. Okay, right. okay. I'm interested. Though. Like real cocky shit. I'm interested. That's all I got though. Now now I'm done. Now I'm done. Wrap up. All right, let's go. Right <laughs> Appreciate Kendra for hopping on, talking about baby boy. Joe, why you hit me, Joe? I, I, for the longest, that was my favorite. Thing. Why are you hit? You said you never hit me, Jody. You said you never hit me, Jody. But uh, anyway, hey, you can. My favorite scene is when uh, Mel and Ch- Jody up there. <laughs> right. Come out, Jody, Jody. <laughs> hey, but why did he punch him so hard, though, dude? In I'm front of his mama, <laughs> like oh. Melvin punched Jody so hard he flew into the table and just. Like... <laughs> and then he took his mom in the background. He punched him so hard that she just flew back. <laughs> bro, and then he bro. just like holding his head like I tried to yeah. be good. He didn't know I got no, I got two strikes again. Like, they trying to send niggas. He was like, ready. Melvin was a was a was a butthole, but like he, he was doing better than anybody. On the, on the, um, right. He had, he had a little business in that thing. Like he, he was trying, bro. I will say the funniest scene to me, like like the scene where Jody woke up going to the kitchen and he sees this big black dude with, with oh, butt naked, naked. With, <laughs> with slides on cooking eggs. <laughs> you you want to say? <laughs> oh God, <laughs> the audacity! Oh man, <laughs> he's like talking about like that's funny. <laughs> But yeah, we He's appreciate like, hey, hey, young blood. This is my space now. This, this, I'm here. <laughs> so much confidence. Uh, you couldn't do nothing because he you're not going to teach you your butt. What are you going to do? That's funny. Awesome. But we appreciate you, Kendra, for hopping on. You want to go ahead and shout yourself out again? Your IG, all that good info. Happy to be here. But yeah, y'all can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Um, Ken Ken underscore the flare. K E N K E N underscore L A L. A-R-E. That's me. I don't post many pictures, but my stories be funny. <laughs> Illustrious Kendra, we appreciate you joining us. <laughs> Much appreciated. Um, appreciate y'all rocking with us. Our little mini summer series as we get away from our usual usual episode structure and content. Uh, like we said, next next week we or next week whenever we record next, <laughs> we talking about Friday. I didn't, I didn't want to like say next week because we probably not recording next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <thank you. laughs> but anyways, doing Friday. Um, on Forty Ounce Guru. 
Uh, I think my groceries are here. So let her, uh, go ahead and, and close out. All right. <laughs> it's Leroy Green the third. Um, Kurt. Uh, yeah, be sure to follow us on Instagram, music.support.group. Um, we're we'll posting podcast links on there as well as the video. Um, we got a new video component. That's why the little intro was choppy. Um, yeah, thank y'all for listening, tuning in. Um, check us out, comment, share, like, give us five stars. Whoever gave us that, uh, one star, I will find you. Yo, you a hater, bro. For real. Like, I will for what? Just don't rate you, us. you, One? Find you. It's not even funny. Anyway. We got your IP address. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, be sure to share this, like, comment. Five stars only, please. We need positive. Come on, man. Support us. Anyway, all right. We're out, y'all. Darren needs to go get his groceries. Peace. Peace. Love, happiness. Hello? <laughs> <laughs>